Hello, this is Dan Bender, executive producer of the Singles Podcasting Network. Today, I'm excited to present Single Living, a podcast that brings you straight talk on everything that concerns today's singles, including relationships, dating, travel, and financial security. Single Living is hosted by Rich Goss, a well-respected expert in the singles industry. He is the author of eight books on dating and has lectured on the subject in over 50 colleges and universities. Rich is frequently interviewed by the news media, including Oprah, CNN, Fox News, and the Wall Street Journal, to name just a few. And now, here's the host of Single Living, Rich Goss. My guest today is Linda Kay, author of Sexy Love Affirmations. Linda is known as the Nice Jewish Psychic and hosts the Oy Vey radio show. Welcome, Linda. Hi, Rich. How are you? Pretty good. How did you first know you were a psychic? What's your earliest memory of being psychic? My earliest memory was when I was a teenager. We lived in this house that was by the L.A. airport. And there were certain spots in the house that if I stood, particularly the bathroom, I would get deja vu. Uh-huh. And and especially if I was combing my hair and brushing my hair. And I started having very clear memories of a past life where I was an exceptionally beautiful woman mm-hmm. with very, very, very long hair, brown hair. I used to know her name. And I remember my life as someone who used men for her own advantage. Naughty. I know. I was a <laughs> terrible little girl back then. And I wasn't sure what this was all about. I just knew who she was. As time went on, she kind of disappeared, and I stopped getting the deja vu. But in my 20s, when I would go to parties, I could walk up to anybody and just start telling them stuff about themselves, their lives, everything. And, you know, I was single, so I was freaking a lot of the guys out. (laughs) So it's kind of unnerving. It didn't help your love life very much to have the psychic Oh, yeah. It got to the point where guys would put on sunglasses (laughs) when they'd see me. Well, now the women, I presume, were much more receptive to this. Oh, absolutely. When I was around 26, I got a job at a bank. Now, mind you, I'm not your typical corporate type. Yes. I wore flowers in my hair. I wore bright red every day. I was a secretary. And I started realizing I could tell the future. I would just walk up to people and start telling them things. But I didn't know I was telling the future. I remember telling a lady, I said, you know, I don't know why, But I'm seeing this guy as if he's standing in front of me, and I described him in detail. She goes, wow, you're describing a man I used to go with like 20 years ago. She said, why are you bringing him up? And I said, I don't know. Well, that was during the week, and the following weekend, he called her after 20 Mm. years. Amazing. And they got back together. So I started seeing that I could read people, and it fascinated me. I loved it. And I kept saying, someday I'm going to do this. I'd be typing away, and all of a sudden, everybody knew. I, my eyes would get glazed over, and they'd go, oh, she's picking up something. What are you getting? What are you getting? Uh, uh. 
And I would just go in somebody's house or I would do something. And finally, after about five years, I realized that being in the corporate world wasn't for me. And I started doing psychic work full time. And I went from doing pure clairvoyance. I've been through many stages. Then I went and I started doing automatic writing. I stopped that and I started doing keyboard channeling where I was channeling it on the keyboard. And now I'm just clairvoyant and I'm clairsentient, which means I read feelings. And are most psychics, uh, do they have that ability to be clairsentient and read the feelings of their subjects? I have to tell you something. Everyone's clairsentient, okay? I have to tell you how you can know when somebody is thinking about you because everyone has this ability. They're just not aware of it. Now, let's say you're thinking about somebody and it's just regular to everyday thoughts and you're going about your life and then all of a sudden you feel overwhelmed with thoughts of them and you feel a, like a funny feeling in your chest area and it gets real intense when you think about that person. That's them thinking about you. So you have that. Everyone has that ability. And what about clairvoyance? How is that different from being clairsentient? Clairsentient is reading feelings. Clairvoyance is seeing images and pictures. And when I'm reading, I see pictures, I see images, I may get numbers, I may get a day of the week, I may get anything. And that's what I get as I'm reading them. But I am strictly clairvoyant and clairsentient. I don't read cards. I don't use any tools at all. Yes. And what inspired you to write your book, Sexy Love Affirmations? That's a good question. In 1999, somewhere around there, I was thinking that I had so much to share because I believe in affirmations. And if you don't know what affirmations are, affirmations are positive statements that you repeat over and over again to actually create a certain situation. The more you repeat that statement and you repeat it in the present tense, the more you believe it and you create it. I was constantly helping my clients to clear things up or improve their relationships or create their soulmate or do something. And so I said, I need to write a book about this. Right. So I, I borrowed somebody's laptop and I wrote a book, but it was a whole book. It was originally called Book of Love Plus. There were four different sections. There was the love and romance. There was just the cookbook of life, and there was the cookbook of success and prosperity. There was a prayer section. And I wrote that but never really did anything with it. I put it on some CDs but didn't promote it, didn't do anything. And what happened was last year I went through a series of workshops called Human Awareness Institute. It's about love, intimacy, and sexuality. Very, very famous organization that does great workshops all over the country, led by Stan Dale, a good friend of oh ours. Oh, my God, they're wonderful. It changed my life. I mean, this man, he's like an angel for everybody. He says he calls himself a female geisha. But anyway, <laughs> what happened is I decided that it was time to take care of me and my needs for myself in relationships and every other area. So I declared last year as my year for workshops, and I took five of his workshops. And this was like every other month. Yes. And 
there were a couple of workshops that really inspired me. One especially, where when I came back, I felt totally connected to my goddess self. I felt connected to my heart. I was so emotionally blown away by the workshop that I totally revamped my website. I rewrote the book. I pulled out the first section, expanded it, added a section on the divine goddess, and I rewrote it. And I said, this needs to get out there. And I had it self-published. And I am so proud of my book because how it inspired me. My life hasn't always been easy when it comes to relationships. This is my purpose in life. I help people. But a lot of times when people help people, they're helping people with that very area that they need the most help in. Don't you agree with that? Exactly. It's like the shoemaker whose children go barefoot. Right. And I know that I make a difference. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that my psychic work is important and that my book is important. And I've started doing readings on goddess work and my radio show is an aspect of that where now I feel my purpose is to help people come out of themselves sexually. You know, I was raised by a very conservative Jewish family. Yes. And now I'm finally, I'm 55 years old and I'm coming out of myself and finding more of who I am. And I'm very excited about it. So I know this is my purpose is to guide people. Now I'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat you were in. Maybe they come from a conservative background, kind of repressed sexually. How do you get people to liberate themselves sexually? In my book, there are affirmations. Um, for the women, there are affirmations for discovering their goddess self and coming out of themselves sexually. I have a special section just for women. But in, for men and women, I have affirmations for both of them. Could you be a little bit more specific about that, Linda? What would be an example of a sexy love affirmation for a woman? Oh, let's see. For a woman, I am a beautiful, sexy, sensual goddess, and I love making love. I love having sex. I love oral sex. And that's how my book is. And then how many times would a person repeat this uh, love affirmation? I've heard different teachers tell people, repeat your affirmation three or four times. That isn't going to work. An affirmation for me and what I teach my clients has to be repeated out loud over and over and over again, at least half an hour to an hour a day. You could split it up throughout the day. You can do it in the shower. You can do it in the car. You do it while you're doing your hair, putting on your makeup. And also there's another way you can do it where you can look in the mirror and say an affirmation. For instance, I'm doing one right now, which is, I love you, Linda. Yes. And I started it a couple weeks ago and... I look in the mirror for about three to five minutes, and I'm going to do this for 21 days. Right. And all kinds of emotions go through you. But for me, this morning, I was crying because I was looking at myself, and I've been doing it for a while. Yes. And I felt really touched, you know, because I felt like I was connecting to my heart. Yes. So that's how I teach people. Now, what would be an example of a sexy love affirmation that a man would use? Okay. Let's say 
the woman that the man is with is not a very sexual person, and she always makes excuses. He can say, God's love is working through me now in creating perfect, romantic, lost-in-each-other lovemaking between so-and-so and me. He right. gets her in the mood, you yes. know. And then I also suggest that you don't tell anybody the other person you're doing the affirmation. I say never cook and tell. These affirmations are done in the form of recipes, so it's like a little cookbook right. of life, like of your love life. Yes, it's a very cute book, by the way, for those people who haven't seen your book, Sexy Love Affirmations. It's a very cute book. It's easy read. You can read it in less than an hour. And it just has a lot of different uh, affirmations that people can use. And, and you just give people a tremendous uh, smorgasbord of choices in terms of what affirmations they can use. Yes, and there's 24 different kinds of lovers. There's the fat-free lover. Yes. You may want something light and fluffy. You don't like have anything heavy. So, and your girlfriend might be like real intense. So you might want to say an affirmation and I'm not going to give them away because you need to see the affirmation in the book Yes. to create that light and fluffy feeling so she won't get intense. Or you may want like, let's say the chocolate lover. The chocolate lover, I got to tell you, the women are screamers. So there's affirmations to bring out all that craziness and emotion and fun and your lovemaking. So it's a lot of fun. It's unique. It's a sexy book. So what would be an example of an affirmation for the chocolate lover, one of the 24 types of lovers in your book? Oh, I'm not giving away. <laughs> not giving it away. You got to read my book. There you go. And, and before we forget, how can people get a hold of your book, Sexy Love Affirmations? Okay, they can either go to sexyloveaffirmations.com, and it will tell you where you can buy it. Um, you can go to Amazon and look up Sexy Love Affirmations. You can go to Barnes & Noble online and look up Sexy Love Affirmations. You can go to the publisher, authorhouse.com, and get it from there, or you can buy it from me. And I'll send you an autographed copy. Excellent. And you might even get a short little reading in that little autograph of mine. Excellent. And, and what would be the website if people want to connect with you? Sexyloveaffirmations.com. Right. It's also in the form of an ebook and PDF format, so you can get it that way too. Now, getting back to the 24 different types of lovers, we just talked about the chocolate lover. Can you tell us about some of the other lovers? And Oh, yeah. There's like the banana lover. Right. What's a banana lover like? Oh, I'm not going to tell you. You have to. Well, we got to give people something here where they're listening to the podcast. All Otherwise, right. they're not going to buy the book. Don't, don't, don't hold out on us there, I'll Linda. give it away. Yes. Okay. I will tell you. There's the cayenne pepper lover. Right. You know? A cayenne pepper lover is naturally wild and uninhibited. Yes. And this is for those who prefer a real hot, spicy approach to lovemaking. And then there's the meat and potatoes lover. Yes. That's someone who prefers the caveman approach to lovemaking. Right. And then there's the vegetarian lover. And what's their like? Oh, they prefer the healthy approach to lovemaking. And, and what is that? You know, these kind of lovers are very few and far between. 
You know, then there's a smorgasbord level. Well, that's the all-you-can-eat, and that's a lot of fun. Yes. And then there's the gourmet lover. They prefer the gourmet approach, which is light your candles. They like to light candles. They get the hot tub ready, and their recipe is divine out of this world. Yes. And, you know, it lasts a long time. Right. Then there's the takeout lover. He prefers the quick in-and-out approach. And, and that's more likely to be a man, I presume, than a woman. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, there's very few women. Most women want foreplay. Yes. And then there's the cinnamon bun lover. And what's that? Oh, cinnamon bun lovers come on way too strong, and they're way too sticky and mushy. Mm-hmm. So they're willing to do anything for their lovers. And you know what? They seem to have a problem in letting go. So with cinnamon bun lovers, I try to give them a very fattening recipe. Yes. And the recipe is very intense. Now there's the appetizer lover. Yes. This is a man who's in it for the moment. He tries it, then rolls over and goes to sleep. Yes. Now for a woman, that's not very appetizing. So I give affirmations so that it lasts longer and he's more affectionate and stuff like that. Yes. The herbal tea lover. Well, they're very nurturing and loving, and their sexual energy is very healing and calming. And you know what? They always seem to get involved with lovers who want to be taken care of. Then there's the coffee lover. The coffee lover prefers making love in the morning. That's when they're at their peak. Yes. As a matter of fact, they're perky and easily stimulated. Mm -hmm. And there's a really good affirmation for that. Now, the ice cream lover, they seem very disconnected and they're cold in their approach to lovemaking. However, it's usually a man and he knows how to make you melt in his arms. Yes. Now, there's also the cookie dough lover. Right. The cookie dough lover is a liquor. And oral sex is always involved. I have some pretty juicy recipes for that. <laughs> you certainly do. And then we already discussed the chocolate lover. Right. And they're usually women. So if you like screamers, this is the perfect recipe for you to create. Right. And for those of us who don't understand what we're talking about here, the book is built around recipes. Each one of them is a different affirmation that people can repeat a half hour to an hour a day. And you use these affirmations depending upon which kind of lover you're with or what kind of lover you want to transform them into. That's right. And I have many more lovers. Did you want to hear more? We certainly do. How about the potato chip lover and the spinach lover? Oh, honey. And a potato chip lover, you can't just eat one. <laughs> potato chip lovers are into playing around in groups rather than being in one-on-one -one monogamous relationships. So beware. If you need monogamy, don't hang around the potato chip lover. Yeah, they're usually into polyamory. And it's, it's pretty difficult to turn a potato chip lover into monogamous one-on-one -on -one lover. But can you do it with the affirmations, if you repeat those affirmations? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And then there's the spinach lover. These men, they're men, and they're very demanding and controlling. They like the rough-and-tough approach, and many of them are into bondage. And so I have an affirmation for you women so that you can soften these guys up. Right. And, and, of course, we're not making judgments here. There are all kinds of lovers out there, 24 different types you identify. That's and, right. and one of them is not necessarily better than another. It's really a question of individual taste. 
Now I know for myself, I'm a honey lover. Tell us about the honey lover. Oh, they make love for the pure emotional enjoyment of it. They're slow lovers, and they love hours of foreplay. They pay attention to detail. They are very emotional and very romantic, and they will spend many hours massaging you and cuddling with you. And what about the popcorn lover? What are they like? They're not real consistent, and you never know when you're going to see them. They actually have a pattern of popping out and showing their feelings and then disappearing. If they stick around, they know how to butter you up. And, you know, those kind of lovers, it always ends up being a very sticky situation. What about the cucumber lover? Let's see. The cucumber lover believes in fun for one. They spend a lot of time pleasuring themselves. So I have affirmations so that it can help them turn themselves on even more. And tell us about the crumb cake lover. The crumb cake lover. Ah, they're rebound lovers. And they're always wanting you to pick up the pieces. They just don't seem to have it together. And they're very emotional. They actually, they want somebody to take care of them. For the crumb cake lover, I recommend the herbal tea lover. They're perfect for them because of the loving nature of the herbal tea lover. And what about the onion lover? Well, the onion lovers are very emotional. And they always, always cry after making love. And they're very strong in the romance department. You can create some really powerful lovemaking with an onion lover. What about the salt-free lover? You know, i got to tell you, they're very bland. They have no imagination. And so I've created some recipes to spice things up. No one wants a boring, bland lover. And finally, what about the lollipop lover? If you have a lollipop lover, you got a problem. This kind of lover always, always gives hickeys. And you know what? As of right now, there is no known cure. But I feel that you can get the best out of your lollipop lover if you can get it to lay right. And let's talk a little bit about being a goddess. You call yourself a goddess. What do you mean by that? A goddess knows they're beautiful on the inside as well as out. They feel the connection. See, the goddess is a female version of the god within you. Yes. And you can connect with that goddess energy like you do with the god energy. God is inside of you, and so is the goddess. And you just have to want to connect with that. Reawaken that part of yourself. When you do, your whole life can change. Your relationships can change. Your sexual relationships can change. I mean, it's wonderful. You were born with the goddess essence within you. That's the divine feminine. And you know what? It's yours by divine right. So through affirmations and through prayer, you can actually embrace her. And tell us about the Oyve radio show that you're starting. Sounds pretty exciting. Okay, well, it's been going on for a few weeks. And the Oyve radio show, I call it that because... When you come to the radio show, you might be having an oive love life. Yes. In my radio show, my focus is to turn your oives into pure bliss. And then how do people actually get a hold of your radio show? How do they listen to it's it? It's com. And that's O-Y-V-E-Y, com. Yes, or you can go to NiceJewishPsychic.net or .com and click on the radio show link. 
and it will take you to my radio show page, and it will tell you all my show schedule and who's on it. And my focus is on love and relationships, um, dating and singles, tantra and sexuality. And so I have a variety of people on my show that will help you to open up to your true sexual and emotional self. Wonderful. I'd like to thank my guest, Linda Kay. Single Living is a production of the Singles Podcasting Network in San Rafael, California. If you have any comments or suggestions about single living, feel free to email us at comments at singlespodcastingnetwork.com. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, this is your host, Rich Goss.